Welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code, the show where we can explore our inner mothers to actualize our greatest selves. Through interviews with incredible guests, live coaching sessions, and my own experiences, we're going to dive deep into embracing feminine values and reparenting ourselves. So be prepared to show up, hold space, and be mothered in a way that you never have before, but have always needed. It's time to rewrite the mother code. So I won't say a whole lot in as an intro to this series. This is or session three of this series with Elizabeth, as we've been able to be with her and are able to be with her through her pregnancy, through some phases of her pregnancy and her journey. I'm so looking forward to it. I've had the opportunity to spend time with them at uh, her blessing way and what they created there. I've had the opportunity to meet with them and vision and get to know them both as a couple as we prepare for me to be there at their birth and support them. So lots of beautiful things to dig into. And I'm just really moved and thrilled to have this chance. Well, welcome, Elizabeth. So excited to have you on. This is our third time together on the podcast. Right. So thank Thank you you. for being here again. Absolutely. Yep. Before we just got on, we were talking about all the different cool ways we're intersecting now. And I love that. So this is just one place where we're having the conversation around you, 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 and you as a birthing person, Mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. I just think this one, I'm just going to open it up and say, you know, tell me about you. Tell me about you and where you're at at this moment. Yeah. As we're speaking right now, we're 36 weeks. It's so exciting. I've been so, I've been looking forward to the 36 week mark in particular Mm. because that was, I look forward to all the milestones. I've enjoyed them. Like, okay, cool, neat. And it is sort of a very, I don't know, both like a, it's kind of like the masculine approach. You're like, oh, there's a milestone. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get to it. 36 weeks. That was my kind of like personal deadline to start eating, dosing myself with six dates a day for, Mm. because I've heard red, good for cervical softening in the last few weeks. So I'm like, great. Love it. I'll do that. I have my dates. dates. I'm ready. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) So that's been a fun thing, especially because I learned about that really early in this pregnancy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Going to wait till 36 weeks because you don't (laughs) want to soften too early or whatever. Anyway, that has been fun. And also we're like less than a week from being like term, which is a huge milestone for lots of people. And it's like, this is, I learned it's like 37 weeks is early term, 39 weeks is full term and whatever. There's all these like terms and milestones and like things you could measure by. And mm. I'm just excited and happy and trusting that this baby's going to cook as long as she needs to and she decides to. And we're going to be, we're <laughs> trusting each other and our 
collective and individual impulses in the universe. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. (laughs) In our next phase. I love that. I love hearing the energy in your voice. I love the excitement. And then there's a sweetness, right? And that is just really, really beautiful. Now, some people will be able to see you and see your glowingness if they watch this on YouTube and drinking your green juice. So, Mm -hmm. you know, all the good things. I love that. But hopefully, I'm sure it's radiating through the airwaves, even if someone's just listening. That was a beautiful current state. Here I am sitting here this moment with what Mm -hmm. maybe also kind of catch it, bring us up to date with what's gone on in the last, I don't know, I think we talked three, four weeks ago. That's about right. In that time, we have had our, by we, I mean, my partner, Ryan and I, we've had our pre-parent party. That was another big milestone of just like, okay, we're organizing a big party for one thing, but for another thing, it's like in celebration of and in preparation for this new part of this journey that we're going on together as a as a an expanding family. So I feel so tender, like thinking about it still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so glad that you got to be there, Gertrude. Yes, it was just very, very, very special. And we had it in three segments. And my segment was, I called it the fertility goddess garden party. We had it at a literal like conservatory where there's, I don't know if anyone even left and wandered around the flower displays. I, I think had, I, don't know I, I sort of wish I love flowers, <laughs> there was, there was but it was so beautiful <laughs> with the women and being with you and the people yeah. that were there that normally like I wouldn't miss it. Right. And, uh, yeah. but yeah. So we had it at this conservatory and, you know, there's all these like these different biomes of plants and it just seemed so mm. seems just just right for what I what I wanted. I'll speak a little bit more about it in a second. But sure. this, the other phase of the party, Ryan had his own his party. He called it Mr. Game and Brunch. And <laughs> <laughs> so we had it at like a like a local place that that does I think they do like bocce ball on the roof or something you know like they just have lawn games and like lawn games and brunch and that was his party and I wasn't there so I don't know very much about it except for what he told me and what I heard from some other folks but it sounded really lovely the third segment is we were together in our home hosting a potluck and I kept looking at the RSVP list. I was like, this is more people than we will have ever had in our house at (laughs) once. We've owned this house for about a year. And this is like, for sure, the (laughs) the busiest traffic day this house will have seen. So, and it was lovely. All three were really, really special in their own way. And Mm. I'm glad that we chose what we chose. And like, I, again, like I used a lot of my, I don't know. I think a really nice integration of my my masculine and feminine energy to like make the party happen. Like yeah. make make like all of this happened and but I didn't do everything. Not by a long shot. I got a lot of collaboration, a lot of support which is I new had, for you. Just It so, is. Thank yeah, you. So I just for- want to say this is This is rewriting some codes around support and not, you know, and like, I have to, it's our party. I have to do it all myself. So I wanted to underline that. Thank you. 
that was a lot of my takeaway, um, Mm -hmm. to be honest, is that is just being in total wonder and awe about how much support there was. Mm -hmm. I just know in my heart that was not a fluke. That was not a one-time, one-day thing. That was like a representation of the deep support that I can call on when I need it, when I choose it. I just think about the loving care that went into people like really doing whatever they did to make that day really special and and celebratory and honoring. Yeah. I love it. I did too. And I love like love reflecting on it and taking it in and feeling it right now. Like uh, just let yourself feel that. Oh, yeah. Like seeing the faces and hearts and hands and like, like I have all these images in my mind from that day. It gets to be really concentrated because it was like in all in one day. It made it all the more powerful. It's like I've, mm. wow. And even the people that were there are not even everyone that is in my life who mm-hmm. who loves and cares about about me and about us and about what we're up to as a as an expanding family so yeah that you know even if they weren't there yeah physically at that event they're with you and you felt mm-hmm. their presence and you feel their presence absolutely yeah we'll be called up well i will say and first again underlining you know the revisiting of these and and continuing to embody that space and know that that whole collective and all that love and caring that was poured forth towards you is in you and with you and will be through the birth and and after. And I think that's that you two created that and are now have it as a gift to hold. It's really beautiful. And I will add, I was a participant, like you said, in the first part, the fertility goddess garden party, which I loved. But and I I loved the care that you took with that and you know we we should probably list and you might have to remind me like all the cool things that you There's had so much. us do and play with and there was the blessing with the yarn I don't know if there's a name with it yeah for that I, so I call yeah I was love about that to describe that uh, it, I call it a I just I called it in my mind blessing circle yeah so I was reading in nine golden months about blessing ways and as a a ritualistic like honoring of mother to be by a community of usually women uh, but a community who supports a mother to be and i had this idea so i had everyone come outside and sit in a circle and explained what we're going to do is we're, I'm inviting you to offer your heart's desires, your best wishes, your blessings out loud to me, to us, to our expanded family. And as you speak, I'm going to invite you to take this skein of yarn and wrap a loop or a handful of loops around your wrist as you are offering this blessing and then pass it to whoever will speak next and who in a circle yeah circle of blessing and some were very simple and brief and others were like like extensive and kind of 
out of this world and heartfelt and fun and funny. And like, there was just like, it was exactly a reflection of what I had been hoping, honestly, which is having a a collection of blessings from important people in my life and reminding folks too, like, hey, as you're wrapping this literally around yourself, like, please take in any of the blessings for yourself. This is not just for me. This is like, this is a community moment. And, you know, by the end of that, we were all connected literally by this skein of yarn. At the end of that, we had a segment where we actually cut the yarn and everyone tied, here's mine, Mm -hmm. (laughs) tied the yarn around their wrist and, or some people tied it on their ankle or whatever. That's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever people decided, (laughs) but yeah, like people actually tied the segment that they had held and uh, around their own wrist and then tied the other pieces of the yarn back together. So the next order of operations of the blessing is that I'm going to send out a note when we go into labor. And when we were beginning that part of the journey, and I'm going to ask people, and I'm going to do this myself as well, to cut the yarn off of their wrists. And that's just like the final like whoosh (laughs) of all the blessings kind of coming at me. (laughs) And the yarn that got tied together is actually going to be the yarn that supports a prayer flag that I also invited people to support me in making. Just like simple, here's some markers, here's some paper, write me a note to my future self for when I'm in labor, for the thing, something that you think will be encouraging and uplifting and inspiring, maybe funny, like anything that is right that you want to share. So I read through and looked through many, I think not even all of them yet, but started taking them in just like looking and like, wow, what a blessing. What a blessing. I'm so glad I asked for this. This is exactly (laughs) what I, I got exactly what I asked for and it was exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I love that. And just how the, as you're describing it, how things tied together, right? Mm-hmm. And we're connected. And so, you know, we did that. And now that's going to hold up in these creative ways that like different ways that people could share and bring themselves forth and be present at the birth and beyond, right? And some of them were creative. Some of them were just good or bad advice. That was a really fun yes, game that, that you was did. A fun game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I noticed myself, it's like, you know, you kind of calm. I want to underline some rewriting the mother code type things you ah, know, for please. that, which it one really creating a celebration that was what you wanted, right? And what yes. would support you that day, not just following the norms like, oh, we'll have a baby shower and we'll, you know, open gifts and play mm-hmm. games. It had a little of that essence, but then it was so the part I was at, because I know some of it was Elizabeth and Ryan, but so Elizabeth, right? So yeah. you, and added this level of meaning because as a guest, even there's part of me, it's like, okay, come, I'll have a little brunch and maybe we'll open gifts or we'll do, you know, we'll play games. But then you're asking, oh no, here's markers here. Let's get creative. And I had to get over my own hump, like, okay, you know, the <laughs> my own beliefs, like, okay, I'll get creative. And then you had clay, if we wanted to make something mm. or make representations, yes, you could draw I, or that things that 
we could imbue. And so it was fun for me, even as a guest and, you know, a stretch even like, oh, I'm not going to use the clay. But then I saw someone else using the clay and I'm like, well, I want to use the clay. Like, what the heck? Right. Like, let's have fun here. Let's just not be stopped. And I think even my thinking through and moving beyond my barriers is energy that's going towards you and, you know, in a positive way, right? Mm -hmm. That uh, you had things there that stretched us and stepping into them, you know, is putting energy toward what you're stepping into and will literally be stretching into (laughs) and beyond. So I just hadn't thought about that part until I was speaking of it. But yeah, you read things, you knew of of possibilities and then you brought it together and created it and and made your vision a reality on that day, which I think is an awesome portent for things to come. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was just thinking about like, what would I want to do at my own party? And <laughs> I was like, let me invite people to do that with me. Mm-hmm. I used to host, this is back towards the beginning of the pandemic, back in like the earliest days of lockdown, I hosted these artist salons some of them were some they, they they varied in how they went one to another wholesale but sometimes they were like they were kind of like co-working sessions and people were just like I'm working on this drawing and I'm going to just be quiet and work on this drawing but in the Zoom room mm-hmm. and sometimes we like discussed art and sometimes we like talked about like how different kinds of art were striking us and Sometimes we did, we did like activities together. We're like, okay, let's, let's all do like a fun, weird drawing prompt or like some art prompt and see what we each come up with. And that, those were so fun. I haven't done them in a, in a hot second, but yeah, it was like bringing some of that creativity, which is so much a part of who I see that I am Yeah, into that experience and inviting people to join me. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, and you just held a beautiful space and we're we're getting supported from others, but also in the forefront as well, like leading in much of it as well, which Mm -hmm. I thought was also lovely. I'm sure there were family dynamics and we've talked about some of that in our coaching, which we don't have to go into here, but you know, navigating that preemptively and kind of seeing the things that and we've been talking about that, things that have been getting stirred up and in that realm, you know, in that mm-hmm. way of being. And if there's anything that came to the forefront, I mean, we're, we're talking about the party now, but like what, I think there were some cool things that maybe it was both you and Ryan in our meeting together, mm-hmm. our, our pre-birth vision meeting that we had separately. I think it was post the party and you two were reflecting on some right. awarenesses that came around up in yes. that regard. Oh, such a good point really one of the things that came up around like a really big aha for me in in my with my family so i at two different segments of the party i had a handful of family members present and my mom and my aunt and my grandma were at the the garden party and my dad and an aunt and an uncle and a cousin and my grandparents were at the potluck mm-hmm. So I had like a, like a little, a little bit of, oh, and actually, yeah, one of my brothers and his wife were at both the garden party and the potluck and another one of my, and like my sister-in-law was at the, my 
it was a cool mm-hmm. web to be like, okay, who's going where, when? So there's just that sense, but I just, <sighs> I really came away with like a felt sense of, I have more openings than I may have thought that I did for getting closer to my family of origin. Mm-hmm. And I really reflected on like uh, any barriers that I thought that I had or that I thought existed, any walls that I that I thought were there. I may have imagined them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not a hundred percent, or maybe I've I've really reinforced them because I had them in my mind. And just like considering that, like, huh, wow. Because I had really like lovely connections with, I mean, I also had totally, in some cases, superficial connections with some people in my family and that is okay. But I was really struck by, wow, I, I, I'm really getting the sense that my family like wants me to be a part of the fabric of the family and, and is not only open to open to that, even though I I have made so many different choices than maybe we, they thought I should have or, or whatnot, but like I'm still a part of this, the fabric of this family and I'm welcome here and I'm loved and I'm cared about Hmm. in some ways that sounds ridiculous to say as a, as an aha, but like, I really had a lot of beliefs about because I haven't followed some kind of scripted best practices for (laughs) being a part of this family that Mm -hmm. like, that I didn't belong. Um, The feelings coming up. Elizabeth. Yeah. It's really tender. Yeah. I think I made it up. I think I made it up and I feel a little sad that I have held on to it so much. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I imagine it's a combination. Sure, sure. Uh, You know, there was maybe feelings or instances where the choices you were making or you picked up that, oh, I'm different or I'm not doing Mm -hmm. the norm and I can't quite tell, or maybe I did get what I interpreted as a negative reaction, you know, along the way. So I think it's as much a testament to how you've opened yourself to see things differently and to experience it differently and say like, well, that might be there a little bit, or maybe some of the choices I'm making are new or different or uncomfortable, but they're not as big of a block or barrier as I thought they were. Right. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. So mainly, I don't want you to beat yourself up like, oh my gosh, like right. I totally made this up <laughs> and it's reality. It's like, I don't, I don't think you did. I think you're different. So it feels like they've changed, but they haven't changed your expanded awareness has changed and your capacity Mm -hmm. to hold, you know, more than like one reaction that you might get, you know, and to see the bigger, the bigger opening and acceptance that you didn't, for whatever reason, you know, when we're in our formation or, you know, up till now, either weren't ready to, or didn't want to, or just didn't. And now you are. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about, most of my family's reactions when I mentioned that we're having a home birth, <laughs> which we talked about a little bit yes. in our previous conversation, they're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> like, 
to everyone's credit, I think expressing both expressing like, oh, that's surprising. I'm surprised to hear that. Like that I didn't expect that, but also not trying to change my mind or like tell me that that's wrong or bad. Just like, oh, not going into it was kind of a relief at the time. You know, they were like, oh, how did you come to decide to do a home birth? You know, like they they probably wouldn't have asked like quite. But I mean, like, it's important to me. So like it might be it might become something that I end up sharing more about and maybe maybe not. And that's fine. And I like what you said about holding more, being able to hold more like more possibilities. Well, I exactly. think in the past, well, I mean, this, I know this would be me if family members just ask the question, oh, how did you come to that? I would, my matrix in, or mistake of beliefs mm-hmm. would like interpret that as like, how did you come to that? Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> they may be Absolutely. saying it really, totally genuinely as a question and my hearing is very different, right? It's like, oh, well, they're interested in knowing how I came to that Instead of I would have been immediately defensive. Uh, totally. Right? <laughs> yes. I would have been immediately defensive. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox self-mothering retreat that's happening this March 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, Hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather, if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay. And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat, getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if that idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, 
www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. Now, have they changed their tone? Have they maybe in the past had, you know, a judgment or criticism? I don't know, but you're able to, that's why I want to keep underlining. You had more capacity to, and even if it's not to assume goodwill on their part and be like, oh, I'm going to assume, I don't know where they're coming from, but I'm going to assume that they're curious. And this is an opportunity for me to share at whatever level I feel I want to share right now. It's an invitation. Yeah, that's lovely. That is lovely. That is one of the big family dynamics moments that that really, really came up and struck me since being at our pre-parent party just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, underline that again. I know what you're talking about, but oh, the like just the, with the family. Yes, with my yeah, with my family of origin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's huge. You know, I just want to, we're talking about it somewhat casually, although you've been very, I know, yeah. too. it's like, whoa, like, at the same time, it's like, this is groundbreaking stuff to explore that, to be aware, to notice some of these differences that are subtle and really allowing them to penetrate you and, you know, have the impact that they're having that takes a certain level of skill and consciousness and a result of the work, you know, you've been doing the last several, however many years, years <laughs> I mean, yeah. your life, but that I've known you to really be deeply working on yourself. Yeah. Thanks for underlining that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like the, <laughs> like the phrase unconscious competence, mm-hmm. like versus like conscious competence, just like conscious incompetence, you know, like there's <laughs> There's a way in which I forget that it's a skill because I've I have practiced a, a decent amount. Not to say that I'm done practicing, but yeah, <laughs> it's like the act of practicing the skill of letting things, even like letting things hit me. Mm. I was doing some work, work for work, and working on like curriculum and looking at like some of the emotional intelligence curriculum that that we'll be presenting again and that we've really been presenting and sharing and and it's like oh yeah this is a skill and can be learned and practiced and deepened and like letting things hit me is one part and expressing how I feel is another so and the the courage to like look at myself and how I've related to my family Yeah. This is exactly what I wanted to be working at when, I mean, really before, but (laughs) in preparation for this pregnancy and this like part of my and our shared journey of being, becoming a mother in, in the physical, biological sense of like, like I want to be able to bring these things to my consciousness and, and like make 
more conscious choices than I have in the past or than I, that I might have made 10 years ago. Yeah. You're here. And that's part of your, the vision that you're embodying. You know, we, in our call with you and Ryan starting to look at like, oh, what is that started? You have been, but this is my, I've had this vision of me as a mother and moving into this aspect Mm -hmm. of mothering and now honing in on what's our vision for the birth. You know, how do Ryan and I want to be together? What is immediately post baby vision? You know, there's like mini visions within like this overall big vision that you have for yourself and you and Ryan has have as a couple mm-hmm. get that out, which you're seeing manifest. So taking these times to reflect and look at like, oh, wow, I am living into my vision. And that's a pretty awesome thing. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, joy. speaking of that, one of the things is I haven't, well, I have talked to you once, but in that vision realm, it was also a bit stretching me during the bridal blessing to like really put out the blessing I had for you. Yes. And, I'm so glad you did. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about that and we can share it or you can, why don't you share what, what you remember from it and what sure. that was? Cause then I want to just underline something from that. Yeah. My sense memory of the blessing that you offered in the blessing circle is may you experience the ecstasy that's possible in this transition and in, in like the experience of birth and like acknowledging this is a, an inherently sexual act. This is got started. This is yeah. The, like <laughs> this is an inherently sexual act. My sex organs will be all the way engaged <laughs> and, and just like, and they have been and the story This is again part of the code. The code, the story is like birth is painful and traumatic. And the offering that you gave is like, remember that it doesn't have to be. (laughs) It's like just utterly magnificent and wonderful and can be literally orgasmic. And the experience of pleasure is sometimes like not doesn't it seems like taboo that you could possibly enjoy yourself but don't let that stop you that was that's the blessing (laughs) i love it that's a beautiful reflection yeah you know so just naming those thoughts were coming to my mind i'm like oh i don't know these people i know a few of these people i don't know these people (laughs) and this is good might sound like really out there and weird so i had to you know kind of break through my own but i really want to offer it to elizabeth you know in this space you know and not from a this is how it should be or you know my biggest Mm -hmm. caution ever in putting out these kind of possibilities are whatever birth you have is amazing. But if we don't know that this continuum is even possible because of how we're wired and, you know, everything we've been taught, then that might come up and you're like, Ooh, like that's bad. Or, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm feeling actually feeling some pleasure here there. Maybe Ryan and I can engage in some pleasurable activity during labor. And that's a good thing. Like that's okay. Instead of like, Oh, you know, that's not what's done. (laughs) So (laughs) it's not how it goes. And, and it's, you suffer, it's only Mm -hmm. traumatic, you only suffer. And it's not, the pain is equated to suffering, not like the pain Mm. ever is thought of as beautiful or 
divine in its own right. Right. Like part that, of like what? You know. <laughs> part, I mean, part of the surprise that people have said is like, oh, you're does that mean you're not getting having any drugs? You're not gonna you're choosing to feel everything that's happening. Like, yeah, I am. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that is what is so. It doesn't mean I haven't been afraid. Sure. But that's like one of the very first things that I started breaking apart about birth, about the experience of birth, which again, I've only experienced my own birth, which I get, I have no conscious memory of. Right. <laughs> I've, I've, I've heard and seen all these things and like, oh, this is going to be horrible and painful and traumatic and suffering. And you better just be drugged up and knocked out would be the best option. So you can just avoid that is like the typical, it's like, what's yeah. the norm yeah. in, to how to in think about it, the world today. And to say like, I've really been working on feeling hmm. deeply and having my physical sense of, of myself and of my sensations and experiences be honored as divine. That's something that I, I want to keep welcoming. Like I think about the moments when even reflecting on some of the things that we've talked about again, sort of casually today, yeah. but there's like some deep pain, like emotional pain about some of these things. And like the times when I've really let myself weep and ache <laughs> saying that those are a blessing rather than a curse, that's part of my, what I want to be rewriting for myself. Well, I am, have goosebumps all over. If someone told me those are called truth bumps or God bumps or angel (laughs) bumps, I don't care. It's like, (laughs) you know, I feel like when you're touching those deep places like you are right now and the tears in my eyes, because this, and again, underline like this is possible and it's okay. And I've experienced it. You're experiencing it now and I'm safe. I think that's the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're trained in that whole other scenario that that's where I'll feel the most safety and security. And that's actually, is one of the, like the biggest lie, right? Is in that space, you're safer. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that, you know, what brings somebody safety and security is wrong. It's just, again, Hey, let's, let's look at, more possibilities for what that safety mm-hmm. could be. Let's look at like that the fact that me fully embracing my emotions and and these deep feelings, physical, emotional, as divine, is a way that I could feel secure and safe and held, and that's possible. Yeah, I think that's all we're asking here is to hold, and mm-hmm. you're embracing that and embracing that so beautifully, but also that just to know it's possible. And then in our world, not to turn that into like, oh, well, now I have to have an orgasm during birth, you know? <laughs> and like, oh my God, what if I don't feel a moment of pleasure? Like, that's okay too, right? But we want to know that, like, wow, okay, that's possible. And I might have moved closer to it than I realized because mm-hmm. of this knowing. Yeah. I did some breath work yesterday and the the being or like the this felt sense of myself I was calling, I was uh Courage and strength. Mm. Courage and strength. And the more I 
sense into what it is that I'm envisioning for our birth. Like I've talked about it with Ryan a number of occasions. And (laughs) like if I was going to underline it for him is like, your job is to help me feel great. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) that looks like. Plain and simple, right. Yes. (laughs) Help me feel fantastic. And there's so many ways that we practice that. So we have, we have a lot of (laughs) options. Yeah. And like, same thing when I, when I read about, I've been, I have been reading spiritual midwifery and the birth stories in there and like, just hearing how simple, but how effective Mm. something like a word of encouragement can be like, (laughs) I'm about to do something I've never done before. Right. Like, oh boy. <laughs> uh, like little little twinge of fear and excitement, and yes. ah, by little twinge <laughs> I mean like constant wave of fear and excitement. sometimes terror and sometimes excitement. Yeah, yeah. combined. So, but like having people there to say like you know something as simple as like way to go, yes. <laughs> you're doing great, you're amazing. You know, just like. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry one more time. <laughs> yes. uh, I was reflecting on I, I've been keeping like like a sort of semi-private journal mm-hmm. of my whole pregnancy. Nice. And when I say semi-private, I mean like there's a it's digital and there's like my closest chosen family and are have access to read it. Uh, and like to kind of be updated about it mm-hmm. if they choose. Like I'm not right. attached to whether they do or don't. It's mostly for me, but they keep thanking me for sharing my experience and my journey with them. They keep expressing how grateful they are to to really see and know what's going on with me, which was it's a total shock. It's like like I just had this belief, like oh, this is something I'm going to do alone. Mm. same you know you pointed out in the beginning of this conversation like oh this is something i go through by myself no one cares what i experience like i had those beliefs every pregnant woman has her own experience which is true yes but like and but because of that no one cares what i'm experiencing because everyone's just doing their own thing but that has just been wrong as i've been wrong (laughs) and people have like the the few people that are invited to that space have just really have thanked me and expressed gratitude for my willingness to be open and share what's happening with me. And I really have been seen. And even that, that has been so encouraging. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. Even as I approach, I think the only person on that, in that group that's going to be at our birth is Ryan. Yeah. That is the only person on that, like no one else is going to be there from that group, like in person, but they've totally been warming me up and priming me for like, oh, my experience is like a blessing. Yeah. My experience, I don't have to keep it a secret just because it's my experience. I, mm-hmm. It can be a sacred gift. And it is, it like adds to, this is again, just getting really trippy, just like... <laughs> adds to like the whole of divine like the divine experience of motherhood like this is part of it i am part of yeah mother <laughs> oh. oh my goodness 
I know it's like, I don't even want to say words. I just, yeah, I just want to hold this space with you. It's so beautiful. I have tears in my eyes and just feel really honored to even have this moment with you right now. Thank you. The baby kicked too. (laughs) Hi, sweetie. (laughs) Hello. Thank you, Elizabeth. And thank you for, in this way, like we're, this is a different journal. We're sharing together and it's definitely not private. No, not at all. (laughs) Anybody. Although, of course, if you said anything that we were, you wanted to lead any of that. Redacted. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But I would, this is, I would hope that there was, I don't, I know there's nothing you felt in this Mm. because Mm -mm. this is exactly what I would love for people, women, you know, to hear and hear and be in this experience with you is that is really a gift, right? And in this moment and share it together. And what I like and hope is, well, whenever this airs, right? I I don't, I can't in my mind say like, for sure, this is coming out before you give birth because we don't, right? we're getting the close to that time where, you know, it could be soon, soon or in, in a bit. <laughs> exactly. But that this is in the energy and now you have all these people mm. that you're touching, but that are also holding you. And I'm going to assume that for you and from them. Um, oh, I love that. Thank yeah, you. That in those airwaves, that's, you know, the gift that's coming back to you for the gift you've given us. Mm. Thank you, Gertrude. Yeah. So we're going to have to talk like, yeah, we'll schedule one that may or another one that may or may not be before the baby's born. <laughs> We will see. <laughs> we'll see which one it is. But thank you so much for today, Elizabeth. It's just, as we just said, it's a gift and so beautiful. And so were you. Thank you, Gertrude. Mm-hmm. Blessing. Oh my gosh. I am so moved. And as I've said all through the ending of that, immensely blessed, immensely honored to have this experience with Elizabeth. And I'm so, so glad I had the additional idea to bring her on the podcast because I've had many beautiful moments with Elizabeth and now Elizabeth and Ryan, inspired by them, just really moved at the level at which they both have been. But I've had you know, way more contact with Elizabeth, just open, right? Open to possibilities and coaching and then her doing her part, them doing their part to whether it's research and look into and explore and then really feel really clear on the direction they want to go and how they want to envision their experience, you know, now and through the birth and and post-birth. And it's really been inspiring to witness and be a part of. And I think today we also underlined how easy it is sometimes when you've been working on yourself and you've made, you know, this incremental progress, and then you do something and you share, as she shared about how different it is with her family and how much she's opened herself to the experience of feeling and having this experience be divine and her pain be a part of that divinity is really pretty phenomenal. And we have to take those moments and really take in the meaning of that and acknowledge ourselves for what that took to get there and validate and value the journey we've been on to have 
the experiences that I'm having now. We had some just for me, treasured, beautiful experiences in the moment together today. So I hope you that comes through to you. I hope as you experience this, you can see, you know, this we're talking about this in her obviously through a birth experience, but this is life, right? This is life where we don't just go with the status quo, but we be curious and we are open to other possibilities or other ways of thinking about things, looking at things, experiencing our life as as we're living it, I think is pretty extraordinary, but also a blessed way to have this fully human experience. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And uh, I've just loved being together and more to come. Thank you so much for choosing yourself and taking the time to listen to this podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to Rewrite the Mother Code. It helps other people who need this message, aka all women, well, actually everybody, men included, to find it. I'm honored to have you on this journey in mothering yourself. Remember, change is uncomfortable, but it's beautiful and it starts with us. And if you can't wait until next week's episode, follow me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Dr. Gertrude Lyons or at my website, drgertrudelyons.com and sign up for my newsletter. I'll see you next time.